Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up five and a quarter at 5.94 and a half. March soybeans are up eight and a half cents at 13.64. March Chicago wheat up three and a quarter at 7.61 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat is up six and a half at 7.98. March spring wheat up two cents at 9.69 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review if you have not already. If you are watching, on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave me a comment, help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner here. Give my subscription service a shot, guys. $49.99 a month, a ton of information direct from me, uh, my morning newsletter, all of my grain marketing recommendations, uh, text message service, my subscriber-only videos uh, have become very popular among my subscriber base. I did one yesterday regarding the Brazilian soybean crop, uh, weather, uh, the implication here, and I discussed the weather situations, uh, both in regard to the United States and Brazil, at length in these videos. And it's just one of the many, many topics that I cover in these videos, everything from uh, grain marketing, specific strategies, uh, weather updates, uh, different topics like interest rates, inflation, all that uh, sort of stuff. So if you are interested, certainly give that subscription deal a shot. Uh, you can cancel it at any time. There's no other feed, no other obligation. Uh, we have some sharply lower Brazilian soybean production estimates. Stonex Brazil, their office in Brazil, and Stonex, of course, is a uh, huge brokerage firm with offices all over the world. They slashed their estimate for the Brazilian soybean crop. They went from 145.1 previously down to 134 million metric tons uh, this week. The group cited crop stress and La Nina. I think in particular, they're referring to uh, the southern states. So this is a huge cut, uh, a huge, huge cut. Cut. That, that's no longer a record crop if realized, that 134. Uh, the previous record crop, according to USDA, was last year, and I think it was 138. So they're talking much, much lighter Brazilian soybean production. Um, is, is this too extreme of a cut this early? I don't know. Uh, USDA will have its report out next week on the 12th. Uh, CONAB, which is like Brazil's USDA, they'll have their numbers out on the 11th. I wouldn't imagine that those uh, government entities are as aggressive with these cuts as Stonex was yesterday, but this is a big deal. Um, you know, I, I know the, the count, not the counter argument, but the, the, the argument on the bearish side here will be, well, hey, that's still a huge crop. And, and it is. It's it's still a huge crop, but it's different than what we thought a couple weeks ago. And I don't know how much uh, how much merit this estimate has. I know that these are, are people who are on the ground in Brazil. Uh, so you, I think you've got to take it seriously, certainly. But uh, we'll see what the government entities have to say next week. They also reduced their uh, estimate for the country's corn crop down to 117.5. They were 120 previously. That's a, a, a more minimal reduction, and it's very early in the season. There, the, the second corn crop hasn't been planted yet, and that's the much bigger crop. Um, just for comparison, USDA's most recent estimate for Bra the Brazilian bean crop is 144. Uh, Stonex at 134, USDA is at 118 for corn, uh, Stonex at 117 and a half. So that's that's kind of a crazy deal there. Um, I think the market is is taking notice of that certainly. Uh, U.S. grain shipments were soft last week. 
USDA reported corn inspected for export is just 596,000 versus 954 the prior week. We were over a million uh, the same week last year. So accumulated corn inspections for the current marketing year are down 15% versus the same period last year. USDA reported soybeans inspected for export at 1.19 million metric tons, down from 1.7 the week prior, 1.76 the same week last year. Accumulated soybean inspections for the marketing year down 23% versus the same period last year. Uh, wheat sales were, or wheat inspections rather were also bad, 142,000 down from 291 the prior week, 476 the same week last year. Wheat inspections down 20% um, accumulated for the marketing year. So inspections, uh, shipments of grain, soybeans out of this country are not good uh, versus last year at least. Um, I, I see the soybean issue. Uh, uh, numbers as being problematic here because we've got another, what, two or three weeks uh, in which U.S. beans are still going to be competitive on the global market. Um, uh, I think USDA may have to come down with their export projection, but uh, we'll see what they say here in the next couple of reports. Fund traders remain a very heavy net long in the corn market. Um, where's my corn slide? They were long 362,000 contracts, futures only as of last Tuesday's close. And uh, that's a huge net long historically. Um, the largest that they've they've been in terms of the net long in this cycle was April 2021. It was 397,000 contracts. The record net long from 2011 was 400 and, uh, 409,000 contracts in March of 2011. So you've got a very... Um, very aggressive uh, net long in the corn market here. And that's been the case here for, for a long time. Uh, they've been very heavily long the corn market for a long time here. Uh, you're going to see this this index fund rebalance. The Goldman roll is all going to happen uh, beginning Friday, basically. It's usually like the fifth or the ninth business day of the month is when we should see a lot of this money uh, like reallocated. So if you're going to see this big wave of, of money come into the commodity markets, it's probably going to happen late this week and into the first part of next week. South American weather, kind of a hot topic here. Certainly, still, I'm going to focus on Argentina here today. Now, some portions of Brazil are excessively wet. Um, a lot of southern Brazil is dry, but Argentina is very dry, and there's really not much at all in the forecast. Uh, this is the next seven days I've got on my screen here. I mean, there's there's next to nothing for rain in a lot of these key corn and soybean growing areas. The extended forecast doesn't look too good either. So you've got kind of this divide in South America. I mean, uh, uh, central and northern Brazil have been wet and maybe excessively wet. There's been some flooding. There's some risk of additional flooding because of a wet forecast. And then Argentina, on the other hand, has been extremely dry. Uh, you've got a, a very warm forecast. So um, two kind of bullish factors for different reasons uh, in regard to that. Russia confirmed that they would uh, put a cap on wheat exports, 8 million metric tons from February 15th through June 30th. That is a level that is seen as being non-restrictive in regard to uh, wheat exports out of Russia. So that's a non-factor in regard to the market. Now, of course, if they shift and they go toward a tighter policy, that would potentially be friendly to the U.S. market. But for right now, that's a non-restrictive deal. Uh, President Biden plans to boost competition in the U.S. meat industry. They're going to issue new rules. They're going to provide $1 billion in funding this year to support independent meat processors and ranchers as part of a plan to address meaningful competition in the meat sector. Uh, Biden said this, Capitalism without competition isn't capitalism, it's exploitation. That's what we're seeing in the meat and poultry industries right now. Recent White House analysis found that Cargill, JBS, Tyson, and National control uh, between 55 and 85% of the market in the hog, cattle, and chicken sectors. An analyst 
uh, analysis last month by the White House Economic Council found a 120% jump in the gross profits of the big four meatpackers since the COVID pandemic began. Um, so they're going to launch a portal for the Justice and Ag Departments to receive requests uh, for investigation into potential violations of the competition laws, including the Packer and Stockyards Act. I have no idea where this goes. I, I think that the money is probably a guarantee, but does a billion dollars uh, fix the problem? No, they, they've got to get to something uh, that involves, you know, monopolistic behavior, antitrust type stuff, um, that sort of deal. And I, I don't know if you get that because you know that the big uh, meat packers, they've got big pockets and high priced lawyers. So this is something that's going to take a long time. But it's, it sounds like a step in the right direction to me, at least. Uh, da daily U.S. COVID cases hit a record high yesterday. Uh, more than one million Americans tested pos positive for COVID on Monday. That nearly doubled the previous daily record of 500 190,000, which was just like last week. So this new uh, variant is sweeping the country. Although uh, it should be noted that severe infection and death has not been associated with that new variant. So what is the result of this uh, big spike in cases? The result are things like canceled flights, closed schools, closed offices, continued supply chain issues. So, um, uh, this is not a, a deal, and, and, and it's very early, and uh, I'm no doctor, but it, it looks to me like uh, infection, death, uh, severe infection and death, not an issue with this new variant necessarily, uh, but the the results are kind of the same here. I mean, canceled flights, closed schools, supp continued supply chain issues, so uh, certainly still a problem there, and the testing is, has been very widespread, so uh, uh, certainly some COVID issues. Cattle market finished uh, lower yesterday, marginally lower in fat cattle, uh, marginally lower in feeder cattle. We'll see what develops here today. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is up a little bit. Uh, the S&P is up 11. The Dow's up 90. Record high close in the S&P yesterday uh, to start off the year. Uh, gold and silver are mixed. Crude oil is, is I'm sorry, up 21 cents in the March uh, WTI contract, 7602. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.